Hello everybody. I'm delighted to be here today. With me today is the amazing Jennifer Wheeler, who is the CEO of Joyfully Badass Business Academy, and she's also a netwomen.co ambassador. Every month, we will be bringing you our latest updates from netwomen.co and our community, and we'll be chatting about stories we found particularly newsworthy and giving our opinions on them. We'll have a variety of speakers joining me each week from the NetWomen community and having conversations that we don't normally talk about. Welcome, Jennifer. Lovely to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to have a conversation with you. Jennifer's based all the way in Austin, in Texas. Um, tell us a little Please bit. Please don't hold that against me. <laughs> <laughs> There's some crazy things going down in this state right now. <laughs> so tell us who you are and what it is you do in 30 seconds. I like to put a little challenge in there. So what I do is basically whatever I want, and that is what I deeply desire for my clients and customers and every other woman that I meet. And so I am a former teacher. I have been an entrepreneur for about 10 years, and for the last two, I have been teaching my fellow badass entrepreneurs and small business owners how to utilize joy as a business strategy. Because one of the things that pulled me into netwomen.co was um, eliminating, giving people tools and strategies around toxic workplaces and toxic workplaces create burnout. And as entrepreneurs and small business owners, we also can create our own toxic work environments, right? It's not necessarily that other people are putting that on us. We're, we're creating themselves. So I'm all about eliminating that hustle and grind, that toxic productivity, that obsession with some other person's, uh, some other person's definition of success. I love that. And I think we connected, oh, I can't even remember. Was it about six months ago? Probably. I remember it was the summer. Well, no, I don't know. I, I don't even know. It feels like this... It feels like yesterday and then it feels like 25 years ago, right? It's like, <laughs> it just all changes within whatever time of day it is or what you're doing. I know so many people are forgetting even what year it is at the moment, let alone what day it is. So um, yeah, trying to find that is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us how you got to where you are today. Well, I've had an interesting career journey. I've done a lot of different things. Um, As I said, I was initially a teacher who could not find a job in teaching. So I did a lot of business things and I worked with several small businesses and helped those businesses grow through structure, business systems, Um, doing a lot of that work that I had never really done before, but I really love structure. I really like documenting things. I think it makes life a lot easier. And so all of that just kind of culminated once I realized I was burnt out from teaching. I had my own burnout experience and it wasn't a toxic work environment in some ways that work environments can be toxic. Um, I have worked for men who are extremely misogynistic, da, 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 da. 
Um, so, you know, school systems are not necessarily like that because it's predominantly women, but I was absolutely emotionally, physically, and mentally drained to the point that I felt like a shell of myself. And I really wanted to have an accident just so I could be out of work for a few weeks. Like that's ridiculous. So all of that led me to create my own business because I realized one of my core values is freedom and teaching doesn't, they tell you that it's freedom. You have autonomy in your classroom, but there's so many, stru- so many structured rules. You can't even go to the bathroom half the time. It, it's just ridiculous. And so from that, I thought, okay, there are other women who are burning out. There are other female CEOs of their own small businesses who are working so hard that, that they can't find ways to find joy in their businesses again. Maybe they're, fi- they're falling out of love with their businesses. They're wanting to give them up, considering going back to work full-time or selling them. And it's such a shame that someone wants to give up something that they've worked so hard to create if the simple solution is joy as a business strategy and completely redefining what you're doing in your business and what your business is doing for you, right? Because I didn't create a business to be at the mercy of other people. I created a business to do what I want to do. And that's what I want for other people. Uh, I know it's harder in a corporate or a work situation, but I also think that, you know, joy is a huge it's a huge, it's not only a strategy, it's just a way to live for me. When you talk about burnout and the hustle and grind, I wanted to dig a little deeper into that because this podcast, I wanted to make it around the fact that what actually happened, what happens to all our listeners out there who are struggling with work or they're in a, they're an entrepreneur and they're feeling that feeling of burnout how do you know it's there it's kind of sneaky burnout it's not it's not it doesn't wave as big of a flag maybe as some things because it's very incremental for me I mean I taught for 10 years and it was only the last two that I just felt like I can't do this anymore like I So what was happening for me was the feeling of just chronic and constant stress, feeling like I could never crawl out from under my workload, feeling like no matter what I did, it was never enough. Now, not saying not good enough because I was not in that situation where I was being told or evaluated negatively, right? Because that is often what happens in a workplace. You begin to receive negative feedback. It it begins to snowball because When you start getting negative feedback, then of course you're not motivated. Like who wants to work? Who wants to talk to people who are constantly telling you that you're terrible or, or you're not good enough. So it wasn't that it was more just the excessive workload, right? Because I was working probably 50, 60 hours a week easily. And also trying to be someone's mom, someone's wife, you know, have clean clothes and toilet paper, you know, all these things that you have to do. And unfortunately, in our society, women are still bearing the brunt of all the emotional labor. We do a lot of the physical labor. And so even though my husband is wonderful and I could ask him at any point to do anything to help me out, that's not the same as people taking proactively, you know, it just seemed like everything was falling on me. And 
so many balls and plates were juggling and spinning in the air. And, and I couldn't, I just couldn't keep up with all of them. And I was so, I didn't even know how tired I was until I quit. Like, I, I cannot even tell you, I didn't even know how physically tired I was. And so what I now know about burnout is it's, it's when you really start procrastinating the things that you used to love, that, that for me is a big one, right? If I start procrastinating and pushing things out that I previously found so much joy in, there's a huge red flag. Be, because if you loved it before and now you don't, what is happening? Have you changed? Has your environment changed? Have your values changed? Or are you just becoming so tired and so exhausted that you've lost the joy in that? Because I didn't know about joy. I mean, I've, obviously I know what it is and what I, I've heard of it. But at that time, I didn't know that that was a way to like re-motivate myself or, or feel more, I don't know, I don't want to say balanced because I don't think we can have balance. If you think about the definition of balance, especially if you think of a scale, that means that things are equal on both sides. I don't know that that's possible, that all of the aspects of your life can be equal at all the same times. So I search more for harmony. Do I feel peaceful? Or peaceful? Do I feel some harmony, or does everything just constantly feel disjointed and out of order and and just weird and wrong? Um, so that and just I don't know. It just became a culmination of all these things that I was trying to do. And then when I did the Joy Money Matrix, this program, and it helped me get all my stuff out. It's kind of like Marie Kondo for your tasks. So you just start brainstorming all the different categories of your life. You get it all out on paper. And I'm looking at all my sticky notes and I'm like, no wonder I was so freaking tired. Look at all these things, these actions, activities, tasks I was trying to do. Um, so yeah, burnout is very sneaky because it also begins to create physical problems, right? You, you may have digestive issues. I was having lots more migraines. And the crazy part is I was running almost 30 miles a week because I was running in half marathons consistently. And so sometimes when I see different suggestions about how to handle burnout, how to mitigate burnout, they're wonderful. Like meditation is great. Exercise is great. Monitoring your diet is great. Getting more sleep is great. But I, if you had told me that when I was burning out, I would have been like, that's not even possible. Like I can't, I don't have time to do any of those things, which is why I love joy as a business strategy, because it helps you see where you're investing time in things that don't serve you. Right. And then you can dump delegate or redesign them. I didn't, I didn't have any concept of how to make that happen. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I was a total dumbass back then. And now I've learned so much more. And that is what I want for other women is to not feel stupid in your own life to not feel like you can't do this because you can. We just sometimes need support and strategies that are different than what is typically provided. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause go spend it. I could go spend all day in nature and I would still have the same amount of work to do tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Except uh, probably more cause I wasted a whole day. Not, ooh, not wasted. I, I spent <laughs> a whole day doing something else. <laughs> And so a lot of what you said makes absolute sense. If someone out there right now, and we've got a lot of listeners who are probably experiencing what you've described, um, 
if they said to you, I really don't feel like doing this today, what would you say to them? What, well, I say this to myself frequently, or that's often my question. Ooh, I don't know if I really feel like doing this today. So what I try to do is evaluate the importance and urgency around what I am trying to decide if I want to do it today or not. Is it something that is going to be detrimental or destructive to something else I need to do if I don't do it, right? Is it going to, like, if I don't go to the grocery store, will we have food to eat later tonight or tomorrow? I have to ask myself that, right? And if I don't, what am I going to do about it? And so as far as like work things, business, it, it all falls into the same for me. It, it doesn't really matter if it's work related or, or home related or personal or whatever. Um, one thing I've been learning is to give myself a lot of grace, more of a concept of gentle productivity instead of that toxic productivity, that whole idea that you have to be busy. You must be productive. If you don't get anything done, like, what does that even mean? I mean, I got out of bed. That was something. I've taken a shower. That It's not like I didn't do anything. What do you mean? I, so I think we have to decide how urgent is it? How important is it? If I don't do this, will it cause a greater problem? To, is it going to create something worse for me to deal with tomorrow or, or later? So that's kind of how I look at it. And if I decide I'm not doing this today, then I will sometimes look forward into my week and say, okay, I don't really want to do this today, but I have to get it done. So I'm going to do it Thursday. Here's my time block. I will get it done. And today I'm going to read a book or take a walk or do something else. And I am not going to beat myself up about it. I am not going to feel bad. I am not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to sit around and, and say, wow, I wasn't very productive because taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental health, your emotional health and your health and your physical health is extremely productive and valuable. Like when you let that go, it's amazing. You can even function in the rest of your life because I was there. I know it's hard. Um, so I think the biggest thing is just don't beat yourself up. Stop beating, stop shooting all over yourself, right? I should have, I should have. That's all someone else's thought process or agenda that is being pressed onto you. Now you could be doing it to yourself because most of my stuff is just between me and me. It's really not because any outside person is making me feel a certain way. It's because my own brain is telling me and reminding me of all those subconscious messages that we're given. If you're not super busy, if you're not productive, if your entire day is not just back to back to back to back things, then you're not, you're never going to be successful. What does that even mean? I mean, your idea of success and my idea of success can be very different. Yeah, absolutely. So why am I trying to strive for someone else's goal or someone else's dream or someone else's thought process? Do what you want in the confines of what you can get away with. Right? Absolutely agree. I mean, I absolutely love your concept and thinking on this. I also do not believe in hustle and grind because Mm. that culture is so toxic it really does get you to a very um, unhealthy mental and physical place and emotionally it will take it out of you Um, so what you said there about really just do do you is great advice actually because there's so many people out there who are 
comparing themselves to people who are doing these things that maybe they can do those things, but maybe you as a person, as an individual, that doesn't work for you. And if you were to give that just that one learning that you had from the experience that you had, what would you say to our listeners? Oh my goodness. Well, one of the things I have two things that I tell people a lot. And one is if it ain't joyful, I'm not doing it and neither should you. And the second thing would be that happiness is a mood and joy is a mindset. So monitor your mindset, stay on top of your mindset, be your own best friend because nobody can know you better than you can know you if you take the time to actually do that. Fantastic. Love it. <laughs> but you have to make time. So when you go on those nature walks, listen to yourself, like be present with yourself, whatever it is that you're doing in your self-care routines or what, whatever you do for that, be present with yourself. Listen, feel your body, feel your thought process, like just really be in communication with you. Because everybody, everybody is badass because ladies, gentlemen, whomever's listening to this con podcast, you are, you came here with gifts, skills, and talents that the world needs. Everyone is unique. You all bring something new and exciting to the world. So use it. Love it. That is so, such valuable information there, right there. And if there's one takeaway um for you listeners out there definitely what Jennifer said there is just amazing and brilliant and that's why she's part of the net women ambassador team um how would you so this is one question that I really like asking the guests that come on our podcast um what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self one piece of advice I would give to my younger self is know yourself because I don't, I know I did not and really get connected with your intuition because getting more connected with my own intuition, my own, the way that I operate, right? We can change the way we operate sometimes, but basically, you know, our, we are who we are. We, we got what we got, but you got to know it. So trust your intuition, trust your gut. Um, I'm, I don't like to tell people what to do per se, but stop second guessing yourself. Just stop. Just stop it today. Like if you take nothing away from this podcast, stop second guessing yourself. You are talented. You are capable. You, you, you can do it. So stop self guessing. Stop. Just stop. No self-guessing. Trust your intuition. Trust your gut. Trust your own decision-making. Um, you got, you, you can do it. You, you really can. Perfect. You can do it. If you put your mind to it, you can do it. Absolutely. Tell us how we can find out more about you on social media, website, etc. Uh, I do have a website. It is jenniferwheeler.com. Currently, getting rebranded and polished up and super sassy for everyone launching on September 9th. So if you visit today, it will not be the same as if you visit me on September 9th. 
Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, um, Instagram. I'm the Joyful Badass. So if you want to find me, you just plug in the Joyful Badass and I pop up everywhere. I do have a link tree. So there's lots of, you know, links, information, articles, press, variety of things. So you can get to know me better there. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. It's been brilliant to catch up with you. Thank you everyone for listening. So that's our episode done. We really appreciate your support. Email us if you'd like to feature or if you have have any ideas at all at hello at nightweber.co. That's .co.co.uk. You can help us by donating to our foundation, which supports women who've been in toxic situations at work, bullying, harassment, or discrimination, or sponsoring us. You can let us know what you think, leave a review, share and tweet us at NetWomenCo, and find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching NetWomen. Also, head to our website for our latest blogs and updates at www.netwomen.co. Thank you so much for listening.